Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange britches! Something about them orange britches! What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got yes, sir. it? Read it, to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, December 16th. The Vols are 3-0. and Good morning. Good morning. The Vols <laughs> are 3-0 and against the spread. They are. That's winning. Did you bet on it? I did, I, I've got a rule. Do not let me waver on it. I will not bet on the balls. Unless it's like spread the love game or something something like that. Yeah. Like if it's like a boost, I'll do it. But nothing, not just to tickle my fancy or anything. So the first two, I, I did. Yeah. You didn't do this one? That was a lot of points. It was a lot of points. I did consider. And we weren't scoring a lot of points. So <laughs> no. I was like, oh, I don't know. No, we weren't. I was, uh, I was considering taking the Tennessee over, which was like 75, I think. I was considering that, and then I was like, nope, don't do it. Boost only. Like, I, I haven't bet on Tennessee football all year outside of boost. Nothing. Unless it's boost. I'm not doing it. You bet against them, ever? No. See, I, I don't even, like, you, you bet uh, Florida to cover a couple weeks ago. I, I didn't even do that. They let me down. Right. <laughs> right. So, I'm not even going to do that. I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to, um, if Tennessee wins, I'm going to be happy. And if Tennessee loses, I'm going to be sad. It is the way my world works. It will be forever the way my world works. It just is what it is. I don't hate it. Uh, it yeah, I mean, I, I try to find, um, you know, the the brighter side of things, but because we we were like, man, how odd. we were talking about this. We've talked about this probably every year since we've done I me mean, since we've done the podcast at least. We're like, man, I can't wait until Tennessee doesn't ruin my weekends. But every year, it ruins my weekend. So and then when, like when you don't have Tennessee during the weekend, like during COVID, you just, you just beg for it. You're to, just like, please, just. I would just need something. Yeah. Like, please ruin it. Like, please make me feel like a lesser of a human being. Thank you. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's part of being a Tennessee fan. It's the circle of life of a Tennessee fan. It's awesome. I love it. Um, I mean, Tennessee's two and oh on the week though. I don't know how we can, people are still mad. <laughs> yeah. And, and even if we had lost one game, people would still be mad. Yeah, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, it's National Signing Day too. It is. So yeah. Vols, uh, you've been talking about this twenty. We, we've been talking about this 21, 2021 class. What feels like forever, probably just during the pandemic when, like you said, there's nothing to do or nothing to talk about. It was. Um, that's all we talked about. So it, it feels good to like finally have that moment here. Yeah. That well, most of them, not all, of them, but most of them are going to sign. Yep. We'll, we'll, yeah, I, I think. I I don't think there'll be any huge surprises tomorrow. We'll get into it a little bit more, kind of maybe who's going to sign and, and who might not. Yeah, absolutely. Had some decommitments last mm-hmm. night. Curious uh, your thoughts on that. I don't want to get into it pre-show, though. Okay, yeah. Just in case it sparks an anger chord with you, I don't want to – I'm kind of indifferent. I'm kind of indifferent about everything. That's fair. Right I, I, I'm, I'm just, with that. 
I just don't like the whole Peru thing. Either way, like if he's fired, I'm not really mad. If he's not fired, I'm not really Yeah, mad. no, that's kinda how I am. I'm like, mm, we'll see. I get both sides. Because I also I also know or I I guess I can I don't know. It's hard it's impossible to know. I know about the unknown <laughs> of anybody. Yeah. So it's like uh, and I, I'm not saying Pruitt's the guy. I'm not saying he should definitely be given one more year. Yeah, I'm just I'm very very indifferent about it. Mm. Also, it's I think I'm so I've the, one of the reasons I'm indifferent about it because I know that it's probably time to go. But I also have that speck of hope that I'm like it's Tennessee. I mean, what if they turn it around next year? What if what if we what if they you know get the ship going the right direction? Yeah. I just have that little bit of hope. What if they turn? What if they find some momentum off of that dumb game this past Saturday and and play A and M good or beat them? And I, I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but it's like I have that hope yeah, back or, in my head somewhere. Or like it gets worse. Like you fire him, and it's like all your talent leaves, and you're at least worse for. Like next year could always be. Wor- if there's anything I know about being a Tennessee fan, next year could always be worse than this year. That's true. Yeah. So you could lose to Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Last year, you're like, I mean, it, it can't get worse than a BYU and Georgia State loss. There's no way. So I, it, it can't get worse than Vandy keeping you out of a New Year's Six Bowl. Nope, it can't. Or um, three and seven year. Or not four three and, and seven. four and eight. Man. Four and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and oh and oh and eight in SEC play. Yeah. Yep. I know as a Tennessee fan, it can always get worse. Here, let's turn it around, though, Vols. Let's do it. Basketball, at least, is giving me a ton of hope for Tennessee athletics in general. Top 10. Top 10. Winning. And and, dom- and I know I know it's App State, but dominating. Yeah. You're covering. You're covering, baby. So what Vegas thinks you're going to do. You're doing better. You're out kicking your cover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are going to talk about the Vols-App State game, of course. We've got some football team news, previewing A&M, and of course talking early National Signing Day um, as it is that big day for campuses all across the nation. Are, are we still using fax machines? Is that still a thing? I don't know why we it's, can't scan. Right. I just don't feel like there's as much talk around the fax machine this year as past years. Yeah. I don't know. Are, are they like exp- like Are fax machines expensive now? You know, like a Nintendo sixty four is like super expensive to buy. Right. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. It's like an, an antique at this. Exactly. Point. So. I don't. I, yeah, I'm with you. I feel like you can actually scan year, things you have, you on your save money. So. Right. You can actually scan things on your phone now. Is how easily right. accessible that is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I kind of, I kind of like the tradition because I like the annoying sound of a fax. And I like the idea of like college coaches huddled around the fax machine, even though they already know the guy signed. Correct. Well, do you, think, do you think they've ever gotten one and be like, "Who's this?" Yeah, I sent <laughs> I sent one into UT myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like they were expecting somebody else's, and they got real excited, and they're like, "Who?" <laughs> Caleb Mitchell. Well, Eli Drinkwitz would have been. Like, yeah, I was, I was about to ask you. Oh yeah, I was about to ask you. Does Eli Drinkwitz outperform last year? He probably does. You think so? You think he's got more in the tank? 
That's a tough act to follow. It is. It's a tough act to follow. It is Flipmas, though. <laughs> All right, Kiffin. <laughs> is he talking about what school he's going to next? Yeah, <laughs> I guess fl- so. Flip-flopping? Yeah. <laughs> we got our early national signing day. We had a college football preview. And, of course, locks of the week. Mm. It's a big lock. I've got five. Five? I've got oh. five. I felt like... Are we going conference championships? No, I didn't go all the conference championships, but um, I, of course, went with the shots. Uh-huh. So I threw in an extra one. What is that one at three? Four and a half? What did I get it at? Two and a half? Is that right? Over Louisiana? I think I think that's right. Give me a moment to pull it up. But yeah, I went with the shots. I was like, let me let me find a fourth one. If I hadn't seen one I liked, and there's one I'm a little iffy on, but it's the team I've been iffy on all year and they they've proved me wrong so I'm, I'm ready now i'm ready to buy in even though it's against a tough opponent um and, and we will get into that uh as far as the shots go let me let me look it up real quick and um then we also got some segments for you jumbotron um we didn't talk about it till just now so i'm gonna do it tell you what we're doing okay, right cool. now yeah, or do you have sure. an idea no I perfect don't. okay well, how'd you do? um so it's freezing outside it is um and tonight i'm going to make a soup of some kind chicken tortilla soup Maybe a chili. Is chili a soup? Yeah. It's in a bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to make something that is warm weather food tonight. Like, or cold weather food, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Comfort food. So, best cold weather food. 25 degrees outside, snowing, raining, slushy-ish. What are you riding with? That's the question. I know what you're riding with. Well, chili. That's an obvious one. And, And something else. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm riding with, so... You're going to have to... Uh, it's cornbread, right? Ooh, cornbread's a good one. Dang. That's a good I, one. I feel like that's like, I that's like an all-year-round food, right? For me. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> for, not for everybody me it is. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good cold-weather food. That, yeah. You're right. That is. Um, I got it at minus three and a half over Louisiana. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, and then we got our stupidities and epidemic. Oh, I left out NFL mock draft. Landon's got some mock drafts for you. Mock draft? You got NFL mock drafts? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I wrong? What did I read? NFL it... power rankings? What did I say? You said mock draft, but power rankings is fine. I thought maybe you had some drafts for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were pulling out some mock drafts. Oh, my bad. I, we're at the end of the season. It made sense. I thought thought you were uh, oh, projecting guys I, for me. I, do, I haven't done a ton of research. That's fine. That's fine. I just I thought that that's my like it's it's not your fault. It's obviously my fault because I. <laughs> Type mock drafts, not obviously minted type. That's fine. You're forgiven. Okay. <laughs> You're forgiven. So I hope you did NFL power rankings. I, I mean, I didn't, but I can. <laughs> okay. Like I can, I can do it. We'll make no it. problem. We'll make it through. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into the episode. Actually, before we do that, tell us where you're listening from. Like, subscribe, retweet, do all that jazz. Also, go check out our sponsors: Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climbing Control. Guys, go check out Blue Water Climate Control for all of your HVAC needs. Veteran-owned, they'll get you taken care of, so go do that. Um, and let's get into it. Let's do it. Vols win over App State. Domination. You love to see it. You love to see it. I mean, yeah, domination. That's the easiest way to put it. From the get-go, got off to a 12-0 run. Is that correct? I'm pulling it up that right now. sounds right. Then they got their. They didn't even get their first points from the field. They got them at the free throw line. Yes, I do know that. I'm 100 percent on that. Tiki Tech fail. Yeah, but balls ran away with it. Never in doubt. 
that is a fun team to watch. It is. It's a lot of fun. And and no one like like everybody had a good game. Yeah. Like it, it, it I mean, was, it was total domination from the start from the mm-hmm. tip. It was like our first basket. And it was like, oh, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Vols look. I mean, it's the thing is, is it doesn't look effortless because they play so freaking hard on defense. Yeah, you can tell everybody, and it's it's even the, the freshmen, and, and that's why it's so impressive with with how this program looks because even the freshmen are, are bought in to the program because of how hard they play on defense. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they're going for loose balls. They're I mean, they they are playing as hard as they possibly can. And, I mean, it, some of it, too, is probably because they're coming off the bench. I I would imagine a guy like Keon Johnson would like to be a starter. I would imagine a guy like Jaden Springer would like to be in that starting lineup. And I'm not saying they don't deserve to be. I would, Keon Johnson might be already one of my favorite balls of all time to watch. He is fun. And he's obviously very talented. Um, but I mean, those guys want to be in the starting lineup and they're definitely fighting for it. And they know they've got to go out and earn it because I mean, Victor Bailey isn't a slouch. Could guys start over him? Maybe, but he's not a slouch. Same for Santiago Vescovi and Josiah Jordan James. Yeah. I think there's a a ton of competitive nature Mm -hmm. within this whole team. Yeah. Um, and it, it shows, you, you know, they, and yeah, they want to start, but they're also going to be cheering on their teammates when they make a basket or, oh. or do something like that too. So that, that's what's so good to so fun. Like it's it's fun to watch this team. Yeah, it's a lot of fun just because of that. Just because the effort rebounding, like you mentioned, loose balls, fast breaks. You know, last year we didn't have a lot of that. No, and it, it was tough talent level, um, especially before you know you added Viscovi in, in the in January. Um, Talent level was a little low. You lost your your senior leader in Lamonte Turner. I mean, it was a tough go around um, for the squad last year, and took you know took the team a while to even start. We went to the first exhibition game, and, and you could tell it was going to be a long year. Yeah. Um, it wasn't going to be. It was not going to be like the previous year. Um, and you knew help was on the way at that point. You knew Keon Johnson and, and Jaden Springer. I think both signed like two weeks after the season started. So you, so you knew help was on the way. So it was kind of like let's just get. Get out of this. And, I mean, credit to the the guys that were here last year. I mean, Fulgerson, Pons, Vescovi, Josiah Jordan. I mean, all those dudes improved um, in, in that year. And they're able to take a lot of that veteran learning experience. And, and that's what's going to help make this team really, really good. Um, you know, Devontae Gaines played not much tonight. And, I mean, after the game was already in hand. But the dude can flat out play defense, too. Like, he he's a guy that could help the team. Yeah. And he probably, like... Later on, I mean, you're probably going to rely on somebody like that to, to come off the bench when there's foul trouble or, mm-hmm. you know, they deal with injuries or somebody's out due to contact tracing. So, yeah, it's good to have tons of depth like this team has. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even a guy like Devontae Gaines, who would probably give you any other team in the SEC, he's probably, you know, decent minutes. Yeah. And this year he's – you know, kind of toward the end, but just because you have all that depth. Oh, absolutely. I mean, last year he, he got plenty of playing time, especially in SEC play. So it'll definitely, um, I mean, it, and we, we knew that too. It was going to be tough to rotate a lot of these guys. We were talking about, I mean, EJ Anasicki and, um, and then the, the two freshmen in terms of how they rotate. Now they found a rotation that they're playing them pretty evenly. Um, so it, it's worked out, but 
the fact that you have eight guys who could probably be starting, uh, seven, we'll call it seven guys that could probably be starting on any other SEC team. That's that's pretty significant. That that's gonna that's gonna carry you throughout um, the season. Yeah, I mean, you could make the possibility for eight. I, I would. Yeah, I mean, Anasiki's definitely a possibility. Um, without knowing how the bigs look across the league, I'm not confident to say eight. Yeah, maybe not every other S- probably right. the majority. Right, but I know the guard play in the SEC right now is thin, mm-hmm. and so I'm fairly confident that every guard could start Yeah, for 100%. just about any team. 100%. Three guys that really impressed me. You mentioned two of them, um, Viscovi and Josiah Jordan-James. Viscovi, like, he does everything, like, it's just so smooth. He's very smooth. He plays effortlessly. And he's so smart, too. Like, his basketball IQ. Like I hate the jump into pass sometimes, but defensively, I think he's improved yeah, so much I would agree with over that. this offseason. One, one thing I think, again, I'm very ticky-tacky about it, but one thing I think he could improve on is um, if he gets the ball in transition, it seems like unless – like, he, he's got to at least try going to the hole – or making the pass to go to the hole before you can slow it down. Well, if he's going to be the primary ball handler, I think he's got to know when to – like tonight uh, Tonight there was some sloppy play. This is early on in the first half, not long into the game. There was a little bit of sloppy play where um, it went to – we had a turnover, then App State had a turnover. Viscovi gets the ball, and he tries to outlet immediately to, to someone on the corner. And it's just like, let's – at that point, there's been two turnovers in a row. One from at least one from a let's slow it down, let's relax, especially against a team like App State, where it's like you don't have to take advantage of every single scoring opportunity, you know, little window of that. Just slow it down, let's let's get in the rhythm of the game. Um, he's done it a few times this year. I that's the only one I can think of this game off the top of my head. Um, but he's done it a few times this year and he did it last year a lot. He if he sees a pass that he thinks can lead to a basket, he's making it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not really regarding the flow of the game at that point. And, you should, I mean, sometimes it works. Sometimes, sometimes yeah, exactly. So it's, it's it, you know, it's definitely hit or miss. Um, but he, I mean, he does a great job of facilitating the game. Yep. And like I said, defensively, I mean, just a great, just, I think his quickness overall has gotten a lot better from last year to this year. And, and I think that's helped elevate his defensive mm-hmm. game as well. Um, Josiah Jordan James did a little bit of everything tonight, eight rebounds. Three for three from three, 11 points, five offensive rebounds. He had a quick trigger on those, uh, at least one of those threes. I thought it was Victor Bailey again. That's um, good. And, yeah, he hesitated a lot last year. So, if he can, if he can have that quick trigger, is he going to make them all? No. But he needs to be willing to shoot and shoot quick. I agree. Yep. I like the way Victor Bailey Jr. is is hands ready all the time. He's not had a great percentage this year. Um, mm. But, I mean, I – which, I mean, a lot – you know, I – think we talked about it uh, earlier today in our group message and then someone else asked me if I was going to take the Tennessee spread. I'm just like I'm not 100% confident in them being able to score right now just you know it, it certainly could open up tonight but it it could also not wait to open up until Friday night against Tech. I, I don't know when that you know lid's going to come off the basket for them and uh, I don't think it necessarily they shot they shot better tonight but I don't think that lid's come off yet. I, I think there's still plenty of scoring left in this team. Yeah, I agree. And I also think I think it'll come, like you said, it, it yeah. got better tonight. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. you see a, a lot more of improvement. And what a stretch of games coming up yeah. to get some to get ready for SEC play. Yeah, I mean, I guess not really ready from a competitive standpoint, but to to fix 
things and, and get ready for, for that is kind of what's going on. Yeah, there, there's definitely not a lot of tough competition in that. But the good news is is, is you're going to be playing a lot of guys in that stretch because it's uh, – is it four games over seven, eight days? What is it? Nine days. Nine days. So four games over nine days. Like you're, you're going to have to play a lot of guys, mm-hmm. um, especially – I mean – they are out of shape still. They're not in game shape. So you're going to be playing and you're rotating a lot of guys. You're going to be finding some um, different lineups and, and how they look and how they play together, um, which, like you said, that's going to carry you into SEC play. The competition's not going to be incredibly high, um, but what can you really do about that in a year where not a lot of – you're not able to play a ton of opponents, especially early on in the season. Um, you're supposed to play Wisconsin uh, at the end of December. Obviously, that's not happening. Um, you're supposed to play Gonzaga and Notre Dame earlier in the season like that obviously didn't happen, won't happen. Um, so, I mean, there's only so much you can do about the level of competition, but at least you get to cram, you kind of get to put your team through like a, just like a, what was that thing? The American warrior thing gauntlet. Yeah. You get to put them like a little through a little, they're not getting, you know, obstacle course, obstacle course. They're They're not, there's not a ton of difficult obstacles in the obstacle course, but it is. They're, they're cramming. They're cramming for an easy exam. <laughs> yep, yep. Got to get through it. Uh, and, and I think those the freshmen are, are really going to benefit from this yeah. stretch. You know, maybe not your guys that have been there, but guys who are, are really starting to get acclimated within the offense, mm-hmm. within college basketball, I think they're going to really benefit from that heading into SEC play. Jaden Springer really impressed me tonight. Six yes, from eight from, from the field. Um, 12 points, one steal. The kid can get to any place on the court and score. He he's very he, he's, he's if, very quick. If he's like, I want to get to that spot and I'm going to shoot it from yeah. that spot, he's going to get there no matter what. Yeah, no he he plays he plays really aggressive too, which I like with the mm-hmm. ball in his hand. Um, it's something a lot of these guards lack. Um, Viscovi's the most aggressive one, and and how often does he go to the hole and then the ball's coming right back out, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but you do need that guy that'll go to the hole and score. Yeah. Um, you you need that commitment from somebody on the team. And, and it, I don't think Jaden Springer's been not that he's been bad. He's not been bad. But I I think from here it's been clear to everyone why the hype around Keon is the the better of the two has has been. Uh, I mean tonight if you if that's your first showing of the two tonight, I mean they're neck and neck. For oh me. yeah, hundred uh, percent. I mean Keon gets it done def- gets it done a lot more defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he had four steals tonight, and he kind of. He plays it like Josiah Jordan. He's going to fill the stack. He's not going to fill the scoring column a ton, but he's going to fill every stack out of here. He's so athletic. Yes. This and, team as a whole is so athletic. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's insane. And then I mean, you got, I, I think that was the big thing last year. We're just like, dude, we're just not. Besides Pons, no one's really just a great athlete. Right. This year we got some athletes. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's, again, it makes it a fun basketball team to watch. Yep. Makes it a fun basketball team. I mean, 13 points and a half. They're 0 for 10 from, from 3. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like they had wide open shots that were missing them. I mean, they were contested threes most of the time. Right, we which just, is good because past couple years. Yeah. Left them wide open. We defended from the inside out really well. Let's just say that. <laughs> Dominated the boards tonight, too. 45 of 27. Um, and a team that was averaging 85 points per game heading into this game scored 38. I did not realize they were averaging 85 points. Wow. I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, they but, haven't played a ton, but still. 85 points yeah. is 85 points. There's you get to score them somehow. <laughs> right. They've seen the ball go in the basket. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean that's that's still impressive. I mean we it being App State, regardless, um hold like you said, holding a team that went from eighty five to thirty eight, that's it's like you held them to sixty. You held them to half that. Almost name half name that. a team that's better defensively than Tennessee. I'd love to tell you you're wrong. Somebody will name someone. <laughs> Just wait. Somebody's gonna give it I'd something. I'd love to stupid. tell you you're wrong. Somebody's gonna say something stupid. Just wait. Love it. We'll look for it. Uh I can't I I I'm excited for Tennessee too to tip off SEC play. I'm not looking ahead to SEC play. I'm just thinking about it. They get a tip off against Missouri, who I think, got a little hype around them. I think uh, they said tonight. I think it was was Jimmy Dykes. Yes, I believe call. that was on the call. Um, he said that Missouri is probably the number two team in the SEC right now. From what he's seen so far, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, small uh, sample size, but, but as far I mean, as far as rankings go, too, they they are. I mean, that's yeah, that's true. Um, so come get you some Conzo, yeah, and and I mean, I hate to say this, but you can't ever count Kentucky out. No, you can't. Of that, I mean, it's, I mean, it sucks. I wish you could, because it's funny to make fun of them that they've lost what three, four games already. Yeah. Um. So it's it's fun to make fun of them, but the fact is, you you can't count them out yet. That's crazy. That that Missouri game's coming up. Yeah, not looking ahead. No, just thinking about it. Yeah, we got. We're looking. We're looking at Tennessee Tech right now. But it, it is this month. Bringing down the Golden Eagles. Okay. Golden Eagles. Oh man, they're not great. No, it's. I'm looking for Drew Pember to get into double digits on Friday. Oh. Yeah. He he shot a three ball tonight, and I think he missed. He definitely <laughs> okay. did miss. But. <laughs> It's all right. I'm looking for Hit him to. <laughs> I, I'm looking for him to to get comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Let's get rolling against Tech. He's gonna play ten minutes. Did I'd you say. see Keon almost like I know he dunked one tonight, but did you see him almost tomahawk one? I missed that one. And got he got fouled. Did he? Dude, that one where he strips the ball in the lane and goes goes to the hole. The move he made to get around to get between the two defenders was nasty, and then to go up and dunk it's impressive. He's good. He is good. And we should recruit like this all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, that seems like a much easier plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, n- dude, uh, Kentucky gets to play UCLA next. Great. On Sunday. Saturday. Sorry. I don't like U- UCLA. They lost me a bet, so. <laughs> Never picked them again. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right. Anything else you want to mention about the basketball team? I feel like we should stay on this as long as possible. I don't know why I'm in a hurry to get away. We're averaging eight steals a game. Love it, baby. <laughs> Love it. I would like to. I would like to see more of going to the hole. Yeah. Especially now, like early in the season. Um. You know, maybe that that comes. They're not in in great shape right now. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um. But I would like to see just like. I'm better than you, and I'm gonna show you. Yeah, I think, think Fulkerson, does, he does, I mean, I'm talk, kind of talking about guard play. Fulkerson kind of does that. He's just right. like, I'm going to do my post moves and I'm going to get it over the top of you because you're. if you yeah. touch me a little bit, I'm going to fall and get fouled, so mm-hmm. that's on you. Uh, one thing, that, I mean, I'll give credit to the guards because I, I want to see more aggressive play too. Um, Tennessee is going to be faced with zone, especially the next three games. Yeah. Teams that are less than you aren't going to man on you. Um, they're going to go zone. And it is tough to really isolate and, and try to go to the hole. 
um, often when you, when you're up against the zone, you got to find more creative ways to break it down. So that makes it a little bit more difficult, but uh, it makes it easier for bigs to find a lane to go to the hole, but a little bit more difficult for guards to to beat people off the dribble and then go. Um, but I mean, still, like you said, they're they're still. I mean, they're better. Yep, they're better. They're better. Uh, Friday night, eight p.m. Tip Tennessee Tech. Tennessee's only averaging sixty point five points per game. Tennessee Tech is averaging sixty one point three. Oh, so something some, to look out for. Vegas. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> something to look out for. Uh, one team I mentioned the SEC that I just uh, I saw and thought about Arkansas. Arkansas has been scoring. I mean, they haven't played anybody. I mean, similar to Tennessee's schedule, but uh, they've been scoring at an alarming rate. I watched um, Ole Miss play mm-hmm. oh, Central that game, Arkansas. That game was ugly. I took the over. Yeah, they're not great. <laughs> Ole Miss. That great. might have been Shuler, their their point guard uh, Devonte Shuler. He's good, but other than that, they're not great. Yeah, they got a late start too. I know due to COVID. Okay. Like they've only played three games. But they look rough. <laughs> isn't uh, isn't what's his name like an assistant coach there now? Who? Marshall Henderson. Where is he at? Why, where did I hear his name? He probably is. I have to look it up. All right. He probably has his own like club in Oxford. <laughs> Good for him. I'm sure him and like Lane Kiffin go out like every. That weekend. would be elect. That would be an electric group of people. <laughs> Absolutely electric. He is an assistant coach for the Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah. That's what I thought. thought I remember that name. All right. Did so, you imagine getting coached by him? I, like, like surely, I mean, surely he's calmed down a little bit. <laughs> I hope not for the sake of great entertainment this season. <laughs> Good Lord. you got to think. He's a graduate manager. Could you imagine how much? So how, he's a like, grad assistant. How much he would have been hated if he would have went to a place like Duke? Oh yeah, like with more exposure, one hundred percent. But I mean, he didn't he start the whole land shark thing? Yeah, that's I what think, I thought. I think that's that's, that's where I know it from at right, least. Exactly. Yeah. And now it's like their mascot, right? Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were the Bears at one point. They, they they're just going to be. They the, don't even know. They're going to be the the Mississippi football team. I like it. Or basketball. Like the Cincinnati baseball team. Or not Cincinnati, Cleveland baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Good for them. Good for them. Um, So Tennessee does play Tennessee Tech Friday night, 8 p.m. Monday. St. Joseph? Is that right? St. Joseph. 6 p.m. Can't wait. Bring me Tennessee basketball every day of the week. We're deep enough to play every night. I don't know why we don't. We should, yeah. We definitely should. I wish we were playing on Saturday again. That would make Saturday. I think I think Rick Barnes would. Oh, if yeah. he could, he would. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right, team news. Team news, basketball team news. We're getting into it. The depressing part. Cade Mays, day to day. Pruitt met uh, met with the media on Monday. Um, again, he mentions. He mentions about every freshman that's had any kind of impact. You made a, you made a joke about it on Twitter. Um, I think you did. You said also me. I think you did. Also me. I don't remember this. I might have done it because we we tweeted like who he mentioned, and then I think you said also me. It's possible. I don't remember or this. And but... me or something like that. Oh yeah. Um. 
He mentioned all the young guys. I'm like, you've mentioned them from the whole like for the whole season. Oh, he said I'm excited for this off season, and I said me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying. Also, yes, that works. But he said I'm excited for this off season, gotcha. and I was that's a yeah. Me I thought too. he just mentioned you too. I'm like, yeah, he could have because he um, mentioned just about every freshman he probably yeah. Could. I'm I am a great practice player. Um, phenomenal in the speed of practice, speed of games, <laughs> speed of practice though. That is what I'm made for. <laughs> Great practice. Yeah. Man. Pruitt would love you, man. <laughs> I, I would start every game. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just don't. Did you see where Jimbo Fisher mentioned how good Tennessee's practiced? How the f- would he know? <laughs> also. All right, Belichick. That's gotta be like a violation. He's like Tennessee's practiced really well. Okay. Him and Pruitt must be in a group text together too. <laughs> God, he sends him practice highlights of JG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at this guy. How do you not start him? <laughs> yeah. You start him, Ron Jimbo. Let's look at Kellen Mond. I mean, Jimbo would start him because he's not been much better <laughs> in the past. This year, he definitely has. I mean, I- he's thrown two interceptions. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's only. Stat but other than needed. that, I mean, he's that's not. All, that's the only stat you needed, though. Not scoring for the other team. <laughs> yeah. Not scoring for the other team. Not gifted. So you're right about that. Um, Bryce Thompson named SEC Co-Defensive Player of the Week. Good for him. It's nice to great pick six to to finally get a player that's getting some recognition after a game. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, then you have Brandon Johnson entering the transfer portal. Little, uh, I mean, a little shocked by it, but yeah, I'm like you played the whole season. Yeah, I thought you'd wait at least one more game. Whatever. Good luck to him. Hope you land somewhere, make an impact. It was uh, after Butch Jones went to Arkansas State, so mm, that's a good point. Didn't think about that. Didn't we'll think about that. Yeah, that's kind of all I got for um, team news. Not a ton. I mean, the Brandon Johnson thing, it's like there's people passing him up. I mean, I understand it, but a little surprise. He's older. I mean, and I mean, those guys aren't getting a ton of looks. But, yeah, I mean, now that Valus Jones is getting the ball more, Jalen yeah. Hyatt's getting – I mean, yeah. It def, I mean – I thought he played pretty well this season. Though, yeah, I, I did too. Like, I didn't expect – him to be like an all SEC player, right? I don't, I don't know what his expectations were, um, but I, th- I thought he played pretty good when when he got the ball. Um, yeah, I agree. Had a couple catches, a lot went for first downs. Um, I, I thought he had a pretty decent role. I know he's been a he's just been a victim of having terrible quarterback places. He's been here. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you've got a lot of good wide receivers, several good wide receivers on this roster. Um, when you don't have great quarterback play, only a few of them are going to get production. Go find somewhere you can get some production. Yeah, he was. It's not leading, Arkansas State, though. I can tell you that. Yeah, he he was the leading receiver um, in 2017, and that was last year. But Jones was here, so maybe he does. I don't we'll know. See. Maybe he does. Any other team news? Nope. That's it. A and M. Let's do it. Let's jump into it. This, if I'm a Tennessee player, there's not. A, I mean this. Rivalry game, you first off, you're already past them, so it shouldn't matter. You get to spoil someone's chances 
at a college ball playoff this week. It'd be fun. If that don't get you going in the morning, nothing will. <laughs> I'll get you pitching a tent in the morning. I mean, right? <laughs> it's... Yeah, like like you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You get a chance to go spoil a college football playoff bid. Go take advantage of it. And I think I think Texas A&M is a really, really good football team. I think it would be very difficult for Tennessee to beat them. But I also don't think it would be insanely impossible. I mean, you played with Florida. You played with Florida. Texas A&M's best part of their game now – Unfortunately, I'm saying this, and Tennessee will make A&M's passing game look really good. But the best part of their of A&M's game is Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, and Tennessee's done a great job of stopping the run. Right. I, I think their interior line has played pretty good up to this point this year. Um, now, and then now, the linebackers do good in run support as well. They they haven't played a team that really runs the ball like this. That's fair. With, with that offensive line. Um, but... I mean, you, you've done a good job stopping it. You just gotta, you just gotta be physical this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when it when it does, I mean, they are gonna throw the ball. You mentioned Kellen Mond, two interceptions, eighteen touchdowns. He's thrown for seventeen hundred yards. I mean, he's not, he's not a JG. He's not a slouch. I'd say that jokingly, but, um, but they, I mean, they are a better football team when the ball's on the ground in Spiller's hands. So, yeah. if you can play decent against. Uh, Mon, if you if you can defend the pass decently, and then you can play, because I, I think I think just past our defensive line, I, I think the safeties play really good in run support, and I, I think you give yourself a much better chance if, if you can just find a way to defend the middle of the field. Because I gotta think they're gonna try and make it as easy as possible on Mond. Well, yeah, and their their leading receiver is, is their tight end Watermeyer. Yeah, um, and he's probably one of the better tight ends in college football. Not named Kyle Pitts, right? Um, so they're probably going to utilize him in the middle of the field. But I think it is a decent matchup when you look at, you know, they're going to want to run the football. And we do a decent job of stopping the run. Yeah. Uh, even our linebackers, you know, they're not great in the middle of the field. But, man, they can stop the run. Yeah. Crouch had a great <laughs> game on Saturday. Um, when I rewatched that game, I was like, man, he was all over the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry Toto the same way. You know, those guys, they are made to stop the run. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree. And so I agree. The one thing about Kellamon is you're probably not going to touch him. Only right. two interceptions. So when I think about that, I'm like, man, that offensive line's good. He probably doesn't get touched a whole lot. Right. I went back and looked. He's been sacked four times this year. The least amount in the SEC. And then mix that with Tennessee's lack of pass rush, and that's not good. Whew. Not good. That's gonna be tough for Tennessee. And and Tennessee's also not only their pat I mean, which this this part of pass rush, but um, has really failed to to get the ball out of uh, offenses' hands, both fumbles and and interceptions. Yeah, I, I think you're going to have to get Texas A and M maybe those third and longs, and you have to get off the field in third and longs. Yes. You haven't done a great job of doing that mm-hmm. either. Um, so I mean, Tennessee, they're also going to have to get more than one turnover, I think, in this game as well. And yeah. probably play a, a great job on offense of not of taking care of the football. Yeah, you can't have two it's going to be tough turnovers with, and think you're going to have a chance in this game. Right, and that's going to be tough with two, at least one young guy quarterback in the team, mm-hmm. potentially two. So, yeah, I I don't think. I mean, A and M's got a lot to play for too, because the, the fact of the matter is, if they go out and dominate and win. There's a really, really good chance when the chips 
fall on Sunday morning that, that they could find themselves snuck into the college football playoff. Yep. So th- they're definitely bidding for it. And they, and they don't have to play – they don't have to worry about an SEC championship game. They're out of that. They don't have to sweat it. Just go win, take care of business, dominate this game, hope Notre Dame either loses in some ugly fashion or Clemson loses in ugly – whatever it may be, um, and fall out. And for Ohio State should not be in it, period. So they should just probably be in it regardless at this point. They should probably be number four. Yeah, unless they get beat on Saturday. Right. (laughs) It is incredibly stupid that Ohio State is the number four team in college football. Incredibly stupid. Yeah, it's insane. I'm sorry. If you don't want to be – if you – Yes, you're getting punished because your conference sucks. Don't be in your conference. You should be looking for other options. They canceled the season. You should have looked at another option. They did. You're right. They found it. Ohio State should not be in the college football playoff. It's that simple. They're getting bids based on the history, and that's it. That's it. It's crazy. I mean, I I'm, I'm trying to think like who's who's number six. Let me go back here. Oh, it's Iowa State. It's Iowa isn't State, it? who lost to Louisiana Lafayette earlier this year. And are they playing Coastal? Yes, this week. Okay. Okay, so Iowa State. Oh, well, mm. Iowa State, Florida, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Indiana, Coastal, USC, Northwestern. Florida is North, still up there. Yeah, number, number seven. Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Coastal are at not are at nine and twelve in college football playoff. Coastal's eleven and zero with a win over BYU. Dang. Just saying. I thought Florida should drop a lot more than. Yeah. I mean, it's two losses. I mean, I understand if it's one loss, but it's two losses on a team that they should have killed. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's. I mean, that's the thing. Florida is probably number five if they just win last week. Yeah. If they don't throw a shoot, well. You never know. But if they don't throw a shoe, because they were terrible in the red zone. So, I'm not saying they win in overtime. But if they just don't throw a shoe, they at least give themselves a chance. Somebody messaged me after that happened. After that throwing the shoe. I didn't want to laugh, but I had to. And they're like, if JG would have thrown that shoe, it would have been picked off and returned for six. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think my favorite thing was the ref saying, not only... Unsportsmanlike conduct, the player threw the shoe 20 yards. <laughs> he also <laughs> specified how far he threw it. It and was fantastic. Dan Mullen defended him like a moron. <sighs> He's an idiot. It's like, dude, He's he didn't even idiot. throw it to the sideline. He threw it in the middle of the field. And he tries to make it angle. He was like, woo! And it fell out of his hand or something. <laughs> that man was like, you want your shoe? Go get it. Yeah, like, he was like <laughs> center field to home plate. <laughs> He was not – what an idiot. He's such an idiot. All right, so college football playoff. Who do you want to see? Right now, you don't know about the Clemson-Notre game game. You're probably – what are you, We done with Texas A&M? We done? I mean, we, I, we can mention other things about it. But okay. It, I guess, going? like, it's college football playoff talk. Because, I mean, this game – what? Hey, Tennessee gets to play in a game that has college football playoff implications, guys. This is fun. It's true, yeah. Maybe. We're playing for a better bowl. Yeah, I don't want to go to Birmingham. <laughs> Me, I'm definitely, I'm not going to Birmingham. Fair point. Um, yeah, uh, right now, I just, I don't think anybody is getting past Alabama. I really don't. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I don't disagree. It's gonna be really tough to stop them. I, I, who do you, who do you put in there? So, so right now, 
I feel like unless Notre Dame gets blown out, and I think they lose, mm-hmm. I think it's no. I think two ACC teams, if you want to call Notre Dame an ACC team, I think it's Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and then who's your fourth? Do you stick in an eight and one Texas A and M, or do you keep six and zero Ohio State? See, I'm kind of torn on this because if I want to go like based off resume, you got to go Texas A&M. Yeah, I agree. But if I'm going like if if I'm saying who would win in a game between Ohio State and Texas A&M, Ohio State probably beats Texas A&M. I mean, it's I don't entirely disagree, but Ohio State did almost lose to Indiana. Ohio State did get twenty seven. Good football team. Ohio, hold on. Ohio State did get twenty seven points scored on them by Rutgers. Ohio State did get twenty five points scored on them by Penn State, who is somehow ranked now. I'm just not convinced Ohio State is some powerhouse that deserves this opportunity. This gifted this opportunity at the college football playoff. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm just saying like. Like they would be deserving if they had enough games. Like they would, yeah, probably, they would probably be in it, right? Assuming, I mean, assuming they win them all, right? Because I think this year in the Big Ten, before Wisconsin got terrible, I mean, I don't, I don't think they get to just cruise. I'll say this: if let, let's let's play this game, say Tennessee wins, one in a million yeah. chance. Tennessee, to go, to Tennessee, Ohio State in Tennessee, not well. I'm not even saying, and, and you don't do Ohio State, so neither one of those oh, two okay. are in. Notre Dame beats Clemson, so pretty much every team behind the the, the top two, the the three. So oh, Ohio State, you're including Ohio State. It's oh, two losses. I, I guess not. So everybody, okay, so so we would put Ohio State in there. So three, and everybody behind them have two losses, or it's a Cincinnati or Coastal. I think you got to go Cincinnati. I think over a two loss Clemson, a two loss Florida, a two loss Iowa State. Go with the undefeated team. Why Cincinnati over Coastal? Just because they're ranked high right now? I mean, so you yeah, they have a better chance of getting in? Yeah, that's probably what it would be. Why is Cincinnati ranked higher over Coastal? I'd like to know. For the Mullets, I'd like to know. I mean, I'm an inquiring mind. Well, it probably has to do with, like, preseason. Honestly. I mean, I, yeah, probably. I mean, they've beaten, so they've beaten number 16, SMU, 22, Army. And then if they win this week, they'll have beaten number 23, Tulsa. So we've got three ranked teams. Coastal has at least one. I honestly don't know of any others. And BYU is probably a better win than any Cincinnati win. I would think so. I would think. I mean, I don't know. I would love to see a non-Power 5 team in. I think it would be fun. So, whew. Coastal has two top 25 wins. I mean. They'll have three this weekend if they beat Louisiana. In a year where it's an asterisk anyway. Do it. It, it, it would Make be, it fun. It, it, yeah, it would be cool to do because – if they go in there and they get blown out, then you never have to hear from them ever again. <laughs> what would be the final Alabama versus Coastal Carolina? Oh my God! Okay, maybe I maybe I regret saying all that. <laughs> it would be bad. I mean, that, that could be a forty point game. Yeah, potentially. But if you're a guy like Jamie Chadwell, do you just? But I think the same way with. Iowa State, if they get there, it's going to be a 40-point game. I think if Alabama played Ohio State, I think it could be a 30-point game. Yeah, it could be. 
I uh, mean, I, I think the only two that could probably keep it, like, within strike, like, 14, 21 points is probably Clemson and Notre Dame. I agree. I agree. What was... I would be interesting... What was Texas A&M? Interesting. Alabama score? 42, 40 to 30, something like that. Somewhere in there. Okay, so it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I would be interested in seeing Georgia get a shot at Alabama with a better quarterback. Yeah. I'd be interested with, with in that. JT Daniel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Now they don't they're not gonna get in. They're not deserving. I'm not saying they Dude, should. I'd just be interested. If you're fifty two to twenty quarterback, never why mind. in the hell would you ever want to go to Georgia? I've no mm-hmm. idea. For how they, I mean, but at least JT Daniels has. I guess good. Tennessee can't talk about botching a quarterback no. position, but I mean, there's been years of George, like <laughs> recent years where Georgia's done it. Right. Uh, that was 52 25 or 24, the A&M Man. Alabama game. They're unreal this year. They're, I mean, it's their offense. Like you said, there's not a lot of teams that could even keep it where the final, you're talking about the final four minutes of, of potentially even winning the game. And you're just so like, Alabama scores so much so fast, it deflates you and it makes their defense look so much better. I mean, their defense is good, but it makes their defense look so much better because you're like, I don't have a chance. Right. Because they're only giving up 16 points a game. Yeah. No, it's it's obvious. It's good. Alabama is very good. I, would, I mean, I, I don't know if Clemson and Notre Dame can even keep up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think yeah, maybe it's a twenty-one point game or, I, or something similar to the Texas A&M game. It, it's probably a game going into the fourth quarter, but after that, I, I don't know if it is. I mean, I, I especially think, because Alabama has they can score a they can score on in every facet of the game. I mean, I think this Fast. offense. God, I fucking hate Nick Saban. Is, is this team better than last year's LSU team? What do the stats say? I don't know. It'd be a fun simulation to watch. God, that would be a slugfest. It would. What would that final be? 62 to 60? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a dang Texas Tech-Baylor game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a... Uh, God, I hate Nick Saban so much. I hate him. Why does he... Just retire, dude. No one, no one, No one's even happy for you at this point anymore. Just retire. It's not even fun. No, it's not. <laughs> no one's having fun. I don't even think your own team has fun. It's true that no, they don't. Just, just quit. Quit while you're ahead. So, so what's Auburn doing? Could you imagine Tennessee firing a coach after you win by fourteen points and not having one on a plane headed to your school? <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. How do you not have a guy wrapped up? And and they say, you know, they said this week, oh no, the committee's just a sham. Like they've got a guy. Like they they know who they want. It's just a show. They're just putting on a show. Signing day is today, and you don't have a head coach. Yeah, it's not looking good for Auburn. It really doesn't. Because I mean, they were probably going to get Terrence Lewis. They're dumb. And you fired Gus, so he's like, well, I'm not going there. They're dumb. I don't know, man. It's and and what if they go hire Kevin Steele? I would. Cackle. They gotta pay eleven million dollars this month. I would cackle. 
And 20 million, was it 21? 21, 21 total, yeah. 21 million? And you, you fire your head coach just to promote the defensive coordinator? It could always get worse. What if they just hire Chad Morris? <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> I would love it. I, I mean, like, what do they, what do they expect out of Auburn? Like, like honestly, I just, I get, I get why Auburn's not happy with Gus Malzahn, but I'm also like, I'm not in the camp of like who can get so much worse. Don't get rid of him. I just don't understand. You got to have a guy lined up if you're getting rid of him. And I don't even think that with Jeremy Pruitt because I think Pruitt's done so poorly. But a guy that's won you a national championship, had you play in an SEC titles. And if the king of all kings is, did he knock off Nick Saban? Well, he's the only one that's ever consistently knocked off Nick Saban. Yeah. So, I just think you got to have a guy lined up if you're going to make that hire. Or make that fire. Yeah. If you're going to make that move, which apparently Mario Cristobal was lined up, I don't think that's a great hire. Is it? Yeah. Is it decent? Yeah, but I feel like you're just getting enough. Like, are, could it get much better than Gus Malzahn from him? Maybe you didn't, you didn't really upgrade though, right? That's what I'm saying. Like I don't like I would rather have Malzahn than Cristobal. Like I feel like you're if you're gonna get rid of Malzahn and trying to get back, I feel like you're you're either one you're you've got a veteran head coach lined up that you know proven winner, or two you're going after the young up and comer that everybody wants. Right. I feel like that's got to be one of the two things you're doing, and they don't have a single guy. Kevin Steele. Like, at least, credit to A&M. I didn't like it, but at least they're winning. They went out and paid $100 million to Jimbo Fisher. You are you are playing for a college ball playoff bid yeah. this week. So, I'll shut up. At least you went out and did it. You made a probably tough decision. You spent a ton of money, but it's at least paying off right now. So, and Kevin someone just got fired from Arizona, and, so it looks yeah. like you made the right decision in that one just right. to get rid of him. Which I thought you probably did with that. But the Jimbo hire wasn't crazy about. It looks like you're doing good. Yeah. Like, I I just I can't believe it. I I am dumbfounded that they made that hire. That's probably a hire you, or a fire you make after National Signing Day. Could those guys get out of it? Maybe, but at least it makes them think more heavily on it. Getting out of a NLI is a hell of a lot easier or harder than getting out of a verbal commitment. Cause how do you, how do you sign? How do you sign today? And just be like, yeah, I'm definitely going to Auburn. We, you don't even know who the head I mean, is there. If you're a defensive guy, I get it. It's probably much easier, but an offensive guy, how? I mean, what if you're a quarterback and they bring in Munkin and run the triple option? I mean, like, <laughs> I can't believe Vandy didn't do that, man. I was pumped to see a triple option in the, I thought it'd be fun. It'd been fun to destroy. I just think it's similar to the old pirate down in Mississippi State, except he's not created much havoc this year. If you want to call the LSU game a good win, by all means, but let's be what honest. What do you mean he got Gus fired? He did get Gus fired. <laughs> um, but I, I do think he'll be some, you know, I think he'll provide a fair sh- his fair share of trouble in his career at Mississippi State. But uh, I, I think that would, I mean, it'd make teams think harder and work harder. I mean, it would make a. A week where you just go in and at least, you know, on both ends of the ball, you're, both sides of the ball, you're doing what you normally do and probably a little bit lighter. Well, now you're facing the triple option, so you got to throw in some extra stuff. You're probably rotating a lot of guys in and out, and you're trying to figure it. I mean, it at least creates some trouble for your defense. Yep. So I think it would have been fun. Yep. Anytime, any place, any team, anytime, any place. I just saw What do you think about BYU's. the rock? It's, it's funny. 
Don't take it too serious. It's yeah. funny. It's like, you can't stop people from doing that kind of stuff. No, why? I hope. I hope the University of Tennessee did not cover it up. I know they probably did, but why? Just, it's like it's like when they confiscate signs. Why? You just make the issue worse. Yeah, it makes people want to do it even more. Yeah, just let people be dumb. Let people have fun. And if it's like, I mean, yeah, if it's like a sign at a basketball game behind the basket, behind the basket, that's like a big old penis. Yeah. Confiscate that sign. <laughs> the one that says fire Curry. Who do your job better. <laughs> do your job better. It's, it's. Yeah. Maybe some people like the sign. Yeah. I, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at the live stream right now to see what's on it. You got two guys out there right now. Painting. What are they? What are they going for here? Oh, was there a live stream on? There's it? a live stream on. I watched it last night as the the new guys painted. We have more paint than you. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I. It's fun. I just don't hire hire Hugh. Like why is being painted on the rock? Why currently. is everybody so mad all the time? <laughs> everybody is so mad all the time. I'm just like, dude. Like, you don't get on Twitter just to blow off steam? Is that what people do now? Oh, for sure. And all, all like, are you just typing really hard? Like, how are you really blowing off any steam? <laughs> you're not. You're getting in arguments and making yourself more mad. Yeah. That, I mean, that's literally what, what happens. Like, I'll get on Twitter and just start scrolling and reading stuff. I'm like, man, I got to get off. This is making me depressed and pissed <laughs> off and everything else. Yeah, it's just... It's very toxic on the the Twitterverse right now. It'll be it'll get better when we hire Hugh Freeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll get better. I do hate that the sidewalk all around it. I don't know if that's always been a thing. Is painted? Kind of looks tacky. Leave the paint on the rock, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on. Leave Color the paint between on the, the lines. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Early signing day. Early signing day. Yeah. What happened to recruits' names being on the rock? Is that a thing of the past? I don't know. That would be a great recruiting pitch, right? Get on I think the they rock. used to do that. I don't know. I mean, we've we apparently we have enough paint, so <laughs> we have plenty of paint. Um, early signing day. I think you'll see a lot of um, guys go ahead and sign. Um, some guys that have already mentioned that: Caden Salter, uh, Cody Brown, Aaron Willis, Katron Evans, Julian Nixon, Walker Merrill. Tyon Evans, Miles Campbell, Christian Charles, Isaac Washington, um, JT Carver, the kicker. You're a big kicker guy. Big kicker, yeah. Um, and then uh, Cayman Marley. So you got some of those guys. Some will probably go ahead and sign, but they haven't at least mentioned. Uh, Amari McNeil, Tennessee's newest commit, will also sign. Um, you got some guys that haven't. Decided if they were or not. And then you have some guys that are probably not going to. Guys like Jordan Mosley, will probably he said he will sign on February 3rd. Um, didn't say with who. Dylan Brooks may or may not sign. It looks like there is reports out there that um, he was going to wait until February. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nerve-wracking. As Tennessee is... <laughs> 
I mean, like some of the guys that they already lost to decommitments, like it, it's gonna hurt. Guys like Terrence Lewis, that would hurt. Hudson Wolf, that would hurt. Um, Demarius McGee, that one hurt. I, I think those three are, are ones Tennessee really did not want to lose. Right. Um, the ones tonight, Elijah Howard, um, Edwin White. It looked like maybe it was kind of look elsewhere. So, do you think there are there guys you think Tennessee's got back there, or do you? I mean, what's the deal with that? Not, not really. I just, I think a lot. Like, I think the transfer portal is just going to be like it's going to be like free agency. It really is. Yeah. Um. So I think you you leave some open to that. You leave some open to maybe sign in in February. Gotcha. Maybe you have some guys. Maybe have more tape come about. I don't know. It's just a weird. Yeah. Time. It's not good for. I mean, it's not a good. First off, nobody be. Ha- if you sign a three-star kid, that ain't good. Oh, why are you signing that kid? Just because he's in state, and then ask, telling him to look elsewhere in a year that you're not doing good is not good either. So right, and you were gonna and hours before signing day is yes, not a good it's a bad look. But yeah, would have been a bad look the other way around, anyways. So it seemed like the Elijah Howard kid was not happy. I mean, his he committed to Virginia Tech right after. And it said out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that does not seem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not good. I think he was a pretty good athlete. I think Tennessee could maybe use all the athletes they need. Um, yeah, especially in the secondary. And the, I mean, his speed. It would have been nice to have his speed out there. Yeah. Oof. So we'll see who we get. I, you got any surprises you think could happen, or is that just not maybe? Uh, not really. I mean, Terrence Lewis is going to sign, and then he's not going to make his decision until January. Or it's yeah. going to become public in January. So, Sunday, I said, I didn't realize they were still playing any of the All-American games. Are they still playing the Army one? Yeah, I think that one is still. Home. Gotcha. Okay. Or maybe they're just having, like, a ceremony or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's I, I wasn't sure. Um, but, yeah, between us and Maryland, I mean, I, I think he was ready to go to Auburn. And then they fired Gus, and so he was just like, "Well, so I don't, I don't know when maybe Maryland, good for Tennessee." Maryland came in the fold. I don't think they've really ever been mm-hmm. in it. Um, you know, when he committed, it was kind of between us and Nebraska. When we decommitted, it looked like Miami might try to get in, and then it was Auburn, um, and now it's down to Tennessee and Maryland. So I think Tennessee's got a decent chance to get him back in this class. I think they need a guy that can, that's that athletic, can cover. Yeah. Nice I agree. to have, for sure. It would be very nice to have. And, but um, I, I think the last thing Pruitt needs is this class to look worse than it's already But it, it's going to be bad if you miss out on Terrence Lewis and you don't get Dylan Brooks. Yes. Those are two guys on defense you desperately need, um, especially Dylan Brooks at pass rusher. You, you need to upgrade at that position. The loss of Kevon Bennett. Not great. DeAndre Johnson looks, looks inconsistent. Um, and then you got a bunch of young guys behind them, too. Tyler Barron, you know, he's been a bright spot for Tennessee. Roman Harrison's um, showed flashes, but I think you need a guy like Dylan Brooks. Yeah. In this I agree. Class. I agree. <sighs> you exhausted a little bit? Exhausted with the. 
So, I mean, I think I think it's going to end up being a, a decent recruiting class. Obviously, it could have been yeah. better. Right. Um, but, you know, I think you're going to have a hard time recruiting freshmen to come in. And I think you're going to have a hard time recruiting your own players to stay. Uh, yeah. It, I mean. It, it's been, like, it, it, do, it doesn't look like he's lost the locker room. It looks like this team continues to play hard. Right. But these kids came here to win football games. Yeah, and, and on the, the outside looking in, either they don't they don't care what the locker room looks like. They care what the win loss column looks like, mm-hmm. or what your side of the ball looks like. Are you scoring points? Are you giving guys opportunity to make plays defensively? You know, Tennessee's not creating turnovers. That's what stands out. Tennessee's not creating big plays on defense. That's what stands out. So that's tough. Yep. And I think Dylan Brooks um, and then Rock Taylor was another as another one that's um, maybe not expected to sign. But those gotcha. two guys were kind of looking at Auburn too. So, you know, maybe they're Auburn keeps Shannon a little bit. Wait and see who, who gets that job or, right. or, or what. I don't know. I guess we'll find out tomorrow what, what it, or today what exactly happens. But, man. We need Dylan Brooks. We need a pass rush. Bad. Mm-hmm. Bad. We'll see. But we we got a quarterback. What does that quarterback room look like next year? I mean, I guess against A and M, you'll probably start Harrison Bailey. You'll probably see Shroud some too. Right. Um. I mean, what is what does next year look like? I don't know. I mean, you got to think one of them leaves. Well, really, I would think two of them leaves. You think Mauer's gone? I think Mauer's gone. I think Mauer and JG are gone. I don't know how J- – how does JG stay? Oh, yeah, no, he's definitely gone. He's got the opportunity, but how does he stay? I just don't get – Hey, don't boo him on senior day. Don't. Is that a thing? Is people – people saying that? Don't put it past people. It's one thing to – I don't like it, but it's one thing to boo a bad pass or an interception. It's another thing to boo a guy when he runs out on a senior day. Don't do anything but cheer. Yeah. You don't – or don't do anything, I should say. That's fine, too. But it do, if you boo, you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he – this year hasn't been ideal. His career hasn't been ideal. But, yeah, but it, you're not but, honoring. But he's he's stuck it out. Yeah, I mean, and you're not honoring the, like. So I feel like senior day and that kind of stuff is is not so much about honoring like what you've done as a fall player. It's like how you know, thank you for your time, and we're gonna honor you as a person. Don't be an a hole. Right. I don't. I can't recall anyone being booed on their senior day, but. Oh my god! I've seen. Could you imagine? I mean, if it was to happen, it would be to change. Yeah, that's all. And so don't do it. Don't even think about it. I hope I didn't just give somebody that idea. You probably did. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Caleb will find you. I will. He's he's got cameras everywhere. He's got it on the Rock. He's got it. <laughs> I'm I'm watching stadium. I'm watching the Rock right now, guys. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, I would. I, I would. I really would hate that. It would. Yeah. Those oh, are the top. I mentioned Jalen Rod is another one that'll sign tomorrow. Okay. Dang, these guys are still working on it. Keep it up, boys. One guy's bored. Are they still going? Yeah, one guy's pretty bored. He's off texting. He's not. He's disinterested. So is it lit up like that? Yeah. Like at this hour? Yeah. Oh man. 
I know. It's cold, too. It is freezing. They are not dressed for this, either. Mm. Yeah. Kudos to them for wearing masks. I appreciate it. So, so Caden Salter, Harrison Bailey, JT Trout. You think those three guys will be there? Yeah, I think so. JT could wouldn't shock me if he left, but you you mentioned it, I think, on Sunday. His girlfriend's here. seems like he wants to be at Tennessee, so mm-hmm. um, probably a guy that, that hangs around, but yeah, I'd... I, I, I think if there was a quarterback to go anywhere, and I don't know how to really word this without sounding really disrespectful, <laughs> um, but that like could have a really nice career somewhere else, mm-hmm. I think it could be J.T. Shroud. No, I agree. No, I agree. Not to say that Brian Maurer or even maybe J.G. could have a, a decent year somewhere else, but I think like – Somebody like man, he could go to Coastal Carolina or or Cincinnati or Louisville or something like that and, and have a really good couple of years. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he could. I think he could find a spot at a Power Five school and be be fine. Yeah. So. Yep. So who do you think is quarterback next year? Let's just let's just go quarterback. That's all we're going to be talking about in the off season anyway. So uh, I would be shocked if Harrison Bailey doesn't start first game next year. I'd be pretty shocked. Caden Salter early enrollee, correct? Yep. Maybe a chance. You don't have a fifth-year guy to hold the reins. Maybe a chance. I think we'd go transfer route. I think you got to bring in a, trans- a transfer quarterback. I think if you only have two in the room, I think you have to. I think if you don't, I think you've recruited all three on the, that will be left on the roster, and you, you need to commit to one of them. Yep. I agree. Because I think all three have plenty enough talent to get it done. Yeah, I, I should say if the I guess the right guy is out there, like mm-hmm. they're not just going to take somebody to take somebody. But if Mackenzie Milton went to Florida State, but if it was somebody like the, I like I think Charlie Brewer from Baylor mm-hmm. is in the transfer portal. I mean, if if he was like, yeah, I want to come to Tennessee, I don't think Tennessee would say no. That's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't hate that, but. Yeah, that room's going to be uh, full of talent next year, so yeah. I think we'll be okay. And so is that running back room. Yes. Yes, it will be. Hopefully, we find a way to use them. I mean, Hopefully so. <coughs> you think Ty comes back? I don't know. Because, I mean, that, yeah. that room's going to be full. Yeah. It, it's going to be, say he doesn't, Eric Gray, Jabari Small, D-Beck with um, T. Hodge, and then you have Cody Brown, Tyon Evans, Jalen Wright. It's yeah, and Lenith Whitehead will be back next year. Yep, I, I yeah, I, it'll be a, a lot. Yeah, running back position. I mean, the offense again should be plenty talented to get the job done. Yep, plenty talented. All right, college football. You ready? I want to hear those locks, baby. Get set. Locks, And I'll even talk about where I'll get them at because I did get them today. So in case they change before Saturday, we'll talk about that. Let's start it off. I already gave you Coastal. Coastal, I'm comfortable taking up to five and a half. Okay. Minus five and a half against Louisiana. Take it. I've got them at three and a half. I want to ask you this. Have you seen where people are betting on the NBA preseason? I mean, I've seen it available to bet. Dude, half the people aren't even playing. How do you yeah, even no. do that? I mean, that's... Tough to gamble on. If you're betting on the NBA preseason, you might want to call that hotline. 
I'll say that. I called the hotline. <laughs> what they, what they I'm tell just you. kidding. I thought about calling it. <laughs> you got eyes on them too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next up, USC God. minus three and a half. Have you not put it on yet? No. I'm I was trying to figure that out. I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah, put it on because these are all winners. Or, or USC over Oregon minus three and a half. My next one, my boy Eli, minus one and a half over Mississippi State. Missouri, minus one and a half over Mississippi State. Take it. Oh, yeah. I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. Next one. Landon's going to hate this one, but I really, really, really feel good about it. Oklahoma and Iowa State over 58 and a half. Okay. I don't, I don't hate it. It's Big 12. You it have a rule. Big, it is Big 12. Yeah. Rules are meant to be broken. I won't do it, but if, if you want to put money on it, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Rules are meant to be broken. And my last one, last lock of the week, five, number five. We have five locks. Boise State minus six and a half over San Jose State. Six I'm, and a half. Yeah, I've not, I've not bet on Boise State. Yeah, I haven't seen either one of those teams play. I've, I've seen some Boise State games because they're on late Friday night. Their only loss is a pretty ugly one to BYU. But I, I've, I've refused to bet on Boise State, but I'm finally going to take them. And I know that Wyoming game isn't looking good last week, but did you see the weather conditions? Mm-mm. Oh, it was like it snowed the entire time. Phil was covered in snow. No one would have scored s- points. Did you see the Army-Navy game? Yeah, you could barely see it. It was like the end of the LSU game. Oh, my gosh. They weren't throwing the football, though. That's good news. I thought the, the TV was messed up. <laughs> yeah, they so had to go to those it, tight angle now shots. Now Missouri-Mississippi State is, um, it's like almost even. Oh, wow. People taking Mississippi State. Yeah, I would take, I'd take Missouri all day long. All day long. All right, let's run th- through some college football games. I just put, I just bet on that. I like it. <laughs> Number thirteen USC versus Oregon. That's in the Pac-12 championship. Washington couldn't play, so Oregon takes their place. Number five Texas A&M at Tennessee. Number fourteen Northwestern at number four Ohio State. That's the Big Ten championship game. Number ten Oklahoma at number six Iowa State. That is the Big Twelve championship. Louisiana Lafayette. Number nineteen Louisiana Lafayette. At number 12, Coastal Carolina. That is the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. Number three, Clemson. At number two, Notre Dame. That is the ACC Championship game. Boise State. At number 24, San Jose State. That is the Mountain West Championship game. Number one, Alabama. At number seven, Florida. That is the SEC Championship game. Number 23, Tulsa. At number nine, Cincinnati. The American Athletic Conference Championship game. Let's talk about some SEC games. All the rescheduleds. Missouri. You didn't pick? You didn't pick the winners? No, I didn't pick winners. Do you want to pick them? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll. Big 10, I got Ohio State. Yep. I, mean, I guess I got. Uh, I'll go Clemson over Notre Dame. I guess they're the favorite, but Notre Dame's ranked higher. Um, yeah, they're favored by 10.5. I want to take Notre Dame to cover. I'm tempted. Tempted. Hmm, I don't know. You don't like it? Yeah, it's just a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because Trevor Lawrence didn't play against him last time. Yep. Super close. 
Notre Dame just gave up 21 points to Syracuse. Yeah, I'm leaving it. I'm not touching. <laughs> All right, what you got, SEC games? Missouri at Mississippi State. We talked about that one. Take Mizzou. Ole Miss at LSU. Ole Miss is favored. You like LSU to, to continue after the Florida game, or Ole Miss wins no problem, scoring lots of points? Um, I don't know. What what, it, what is the over-under? Yeah. Over-under is 77 and a half. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I'll probably take the under. <laughs> LSU's defense, I think, will make it more interesting for that game, yeah. I mean, LSU put up some points against Florida. Yeah. I don't know. Neither one of those teams are just like somebody I'm like, oh, they're really consistent. Right, right. It does not make me want to bet on it. And then uh, that's it because Vanderbilt and Georgia got canceled. That's it for SEC games. Thank God. (laughs) Georgia's looking for a game right now. They'll have to play an out-of-conference game if the SEC approves it. It's got to be too late for it. It's Tennessee Wednesday. will play again. It's Wednesday. It's got to be too late. Unless it happens today. You know that's real? What? Like, we, when our game got canceled, we offered to rematch. That is real? That's so stupid. Why are we so stupid? <laughs> Tennessee is so stupid. I don't know. All right, Brew got fired. Why did who, Georgia who, say no? Who did you hire? You get one chance, one opportunity. Sees everything you ever wanted in one moment. How much does it cost to get Dabo away from Clemson? <laughs> oh, a pretty penny. $100 million? Yeah, Haslam's. You want to start making up for all the mistakes you made at Tennessee? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because I'm not confident in any coach that is not I'm, – I'm not – I mean – Because you Tennessee have trust issues, huh? You have trust issues. If you're a Tennessee fan, you should have trust. But issues. I'm also not going to pretend that it's, you can't come in at Tennessee and just win easily from the get go. No, you play Florida, Georgia, and Alabama every year. So I'm not confident that any coach can come in and just start winning. And I'm not saying that means we should hang on, Jeremy Pruitt, because I know that'll get misinterpreted. I'm just saying I know what the expectation is at Tennessee, and I also know the realization that it is at Tennessee. So. And I realize most people are like, well, we're just asking to compete in year three. But, yeah, if you don't compete in year one, it just makes it harder to compete in year three. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I am interested in this. And this is not a a, um, very popular opinion, probably. But I am kind of interested on what it looks like with a different quarterback from the start. I would be very interested too, and as like and you I, said, I'm not, I'm not saying it works. I'm not saying like if if they fire Pruitt tomorrow, I would understand, right? Um, but it's I don't I don't know. I, I just like I think that fixes a ton of problems. I agree. I, I mean, it's it's not the only problem, right? But I mean, it's but also it fixed a lot. The big thing is that's Pruitt's fault. Pruitt hitched himself to that wagon. So. Exactly, and, and that's that's kind of what a. So I'm with you. I'm with you about. I would understand, but I'd also like to see another quarterback. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <sighs> All right, NFL power rankings. Number one. 
Chiefs. Yeah, it's Chiefs. Where are the Bills at for you? They're up there. They're up there. I think I've got I think I've got Green Bay still at number two. Yeah, I've Green Bay at number two. I think I'm gonna go Bills at number three. Okay. I think I'm going Bills at number three. Also I have the Bills at number three. Okay. The Mafia, baby. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. This is where I'm not super confident. I think I, I think I'm gonna go the Titans. I think I'm gonna go the Titans at, at four. I'm gonna go. Hmm. Get an eyelash. I'll go Saints. Saints. That's fair. I've got the Saints at five, but I'm also that's also pending a Drew Brees return, like a you know a solid Drew Brees return. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think man I I think I'd almost go. Don't the Browns just look way better than the Steelers right now? Oh, yeah. Like, I'd almost just go the Browns at five if I, if I didn't go the Saints. I, I think they're probably my, my first one out of the Browns. Just, they did lose. I'm going to put the Rams at number five. That's fair. That's fair. I just think their defense is good. Yeah. And they just destroyed the Patriots. Their defense is going to win games for them. Oh yeah, like, I mean, that's that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. I have no clue why they got rid of Todd Gurley, but <laughs> I, uh, man, I I'm so glad I I ended up winning money on that Baltimore game because I put when they went down seven, the line was at like plus two hundred money line. Oh wow! So I just took Ravens to cover or to win. Sorry. Hmm. Let's see what it was at. Did you see where they were giving money back if yep. for the safety? That was so dumb. I can't believe that happened. It was at plus 152 when I got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Browns looked good. The Browns looked really good. They just couldn't. Defense struggled. Couldn't stop it. No. But the offense looked fine. Baker. Okay. Baker. Did Was Lamar Jackson? Was pooping. He, he was pooping. Okay. It had to be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He was pooping. Even why did, if he wasn't, he was. I wish he had just said it. <laughs> why'd you Why'd you have to go? Because I almost a, shit my drawers. I was taking a fat dump. Yeah. Dude, I would have loved to hear that. I don't think I've ever had that happen in a game where I'm just like, oh, dude, I got to I've never had to do it in a game. I have in warm-ups, and it was, it was a soccer game, and it was awful because I was sweaty, and those are the worst dumps. And then, you know, I've taken sweaty dumps where, like, you come in from, like, a hot summer day, but you can shower right after. Well, they, then you have to go out and play a game. It was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. I would never want to do that ever. I, I only remember doing it once, and it was awful. Yeah. You're welcome for that information, guys. Yeah. Yeah, great. Have you ever peed your pants during a football game? I have not, no. Apparently, that's like a popular thing. A lot of people did. I never did. A popular thing? Like, apparently, a lot of people did it. That's gross. I've never peed my pants. I mean, I always peed before a game, and then I really right. wouldn't have to pee after that. Right. That's weird. Yeah, I, I've like, heard. Like, and what? I guess you could pee on the sidelines, but I was thinking, like, at what point? I do know one like guy. Pee while you're running, <laughs> I just I think you just pee on this like in a huddle or something, or like on the sidelines. Yeah, I do know you a just guy. Get tackled, you just lay there for a <laughs> exactly. while. Exactly. Why is he not moving? 
Um, I do know a guy that it was an overtime game, and he couldn't go up to the field house to use the restroom, so just had to pee his pants. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that guy? No. Oh, okay. No. But it was a Halls running back, I think, like years and years ago. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he couldn't go. He just, I mean, he was he was like needed. I mean, no one to wants play. to tackle the guy that smells like exactly. <laughs> God, that'd be hilarious. Imagine tackling someone and being like, "What is that smell?" <laughs> or, you get stuck under a pile, or like you have like pee all over you, <laughs> like red like red pants, and you can obviously see this dude. Well, I think he was sweaty it, enough that like it, you couldn't tell. Like you couldn't tell his pee. Yeah. If, if it was I know, like white pants and right. it was just all I, yellow. Right. Like a yellow ring around it. You're like, that dude is I know there were many football games I played that you would have had. If I if I had peed my pants, you would have no idea. Oh, yeah. 100%. So. Oh, I love it. I think it's a hilarious story. I would have, like, I'd never heard of that until probably a couple years ago. That that was a common thing. If I'd done it, I probably would have at least once just to tell the story. Yeah. It's a good story. It, I, I feel it's a great story. It would be a fantastic story, too, if you were, if you got caught in the bottom of a pile and someone was like, what is that smell? There, there was a kid that uh, played football with us all the way through high school, and when we were in Little League, he peed in his pants every game. Every game? Every game. Like, habit, like I'm going to do this so we win? No, it was just like he has to pee every game. I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> when did he game. stop? I don't know. We could probably ask him. Like he probably didn't stop. He probably told us he stopped. Yeah, he probably didn't. Okay. Well, I just remember, like, literally, he'd be like, yeah, Wes can't go out to eat. He peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said his name. Oops. <laughs> I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. we can't. <laughs> I don't why think he listens. Why this. didn't he just start bringing changes of clothes? Come on. Yeah. Come on. That's awesome. <laughs> he was trying to be Miles Davis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. I didn't I was not aware of that story. I was not aware of that tidbit. Alright, Jumbotron. Best peener pants stories. <laughs> I don't have any good I got a good poop my pants story. I don't have any good pee in my pants stories. I got a poop my pants story too. <laughs> I did almost pee my pants on the way to West what Virginia. What were we doing for Jumbotron? Best cold night food. Oh, yeah, that's right. And my first one, I might make it tonight. I may. Chicken tortilla soup. Okay. It's classic. I'm going to go cheesy potato soup. Mm, that is a good one. That is a good one. I, I'm going to piggyback that a little bit. Okay. Baked potato bar. Mm. Get all the toppings. Make you a big old baked potato. Just throw that ish on there. Hmm. Some nacho cheese. Yeah, you, you can, whatever you want, whatever toppings you want on that baked potato. That'd be delicious. You got it. It's all you. Delish. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chili. Chili's a great one. And and to build on a little bit. I like a good chili dog. Nothing beats a chili dog. <laughs> now, when I make chili at home, I don't I don't make hot dogs with it. I just Petro. I go Petro. Little chili chips yeah, and cheese. Yeah, I like that. I don't like 
that kind of chili on a chili dog. Oh, you haven't lived then. <laughs> you have not lived. I like hot dog chili. Nope. Not when you've had real chili on a chili dog. I'm I mean, telling you, it's life-changing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't you, need a little, you need a little beans action in that. <laughs> little bean action. Uh, my last one. I'm not a huge fan of this, but nights like tonight, I can do it. And my girlfriend's a big fan of it, so it's a little bit of compromise. Making people happy. Breakfast for dinner. Okay. Yeah. Got a little biscuits and gravy, eggs. And, uh, she, got a waffle, she got a waffle maker for Christmas, so. Ooh. So I'm going to benefit from that. Spilling it. I like it. You're testing She her. definitely doesn't listen. She definitely, yeah. If she does listen, she definitely doesn't get this far. My wife is like, I listen to y'all every night. She, she may be listening now because sometimes she'll listen to see when we're done. I should be like, ah, let me see if they're, if he's done yet. So um, to call you, yeah. make sure you get home. Right. So this, this may be, I may have done, make sure may, may have made a mistake. You start making breakfast. Exactly. So, um, oh, uh, well, I was going to add to that. Mm, can't remember now. Oh, she bought her first Tennessee shirt, like purposefully for Tennessee football. Nice. I know. I was like, look at you. You never would have thought two years ago. So, God, I can't wait to tailgate next year. I don't care how bad so we are. Fun. It's a lot better to be terrible when you're tailgating. Yeah, tailgating is actually harder when you're good because so many people come. Yeah. Harder. Makes it a little bit more difficult. Harder to, to get to like leave the tailgate. You got to leave. You got to like, text people, tell them where you're at. You got people calling you all day, asking where you're at. You got to tell everybody bye, hugs yeah, and kisses. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, yeah. A, it's much harder to tailgate mm-hmm. when you're winning. And you're like, everybody's like, what are you doing after? What are you doing after? You're like... What are you doing after? Cool beans. <laughs> what are you doing after a win? Yeah, probably going out. What are you doing after a loss? Probably going home because I'm pissed off. I'm probably going home now for both because I'm always exhausted after tailgating. I can't make it 24 hours like I used to. We got to do at least one game. Yeah, we'll go. We did one two years ago, the Mississippi State game. No, yeah. South Carolina game. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi State, we went to, didn't we? I was only went to Colby's. Maybe it was Mississippi State, not South Carolina. I don't remember. <laughs> it was one of those. Yeah. It was one of those maroon teams at home. Yeah. You got any? Did you, did you say your last one? Uh, Chili potato soup. You got one more? Um. See, I like I like tailgate food. Tailgate food's good. So I like buffalo chicken dip. You're a finger food guy. I am a finger food guy. I appreciate that. I'm a child when I eat. That's I true. Know. He is a child. I get it. <laughs> 100%. Love some mac and cheese. I can't hate on that. Stupidity. Stupidity. I don't know if I have any. Uh, I'm sure I do, but I'm, I don't know. Uh, it's probably Jimbo Fisher saying, they practice very well and have a great week of preparation this week. Or sorry, that was about his a team. Where is that quote? I screenshotted it. Where'd it go? I'm about to find it now. I'll go. Yeah. So Dan Harrelson tweets out an article. Says where Mike Bobo fits when Jeremy Pruitt reevaluates his coaching staff. Surely that's not real. Surely he's, he's making fun of it. Oh, guess what he's guess who he's asking? Who? Rush probes. Mike <laughs> like, who cares what he thinks? I think he has a podcast where he talks about Tennessee all the time. Or maybe he's on a podcast, yeah. Something like that. I can't remember. It's like, dude, who 
Who cares? That's not news. <laughs> like, what does he have? Like, he doesn't have anything to do with Tennessee. Wouldn't he coach of, like, some, like, American... No, he coaches high school football. I know, but now. He, was the, he was the coach at, like, in a big-time academy. Like, a new academy. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. But I think he... I think he... Is not the coach there anymore. Gotcha. Uh, I also have David Hookstead. I forgot to see what he does. He's verified, so he's obviously famous. <laughs> um, he says, did Tennessee let Vanderbilt kicker Sarah Fuller kick her extra oh, point God. without any pressure on purpose? They literally brought no pressure. This is a joke, and it's honestly insulting to female athletes. Why is this defense treating her differently? And then no text college football. So he, he tweets out the alignment. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And then mm-hmm. the same alignment is happening against Florida. Oh, it's happened all year. Yeah, so pretty dumb. Maybe do a little bit of homework before you tweet something, you moron. <laughs> Ugh. Also, dude, like, you're coming at Tennessee fans. Like, they're going to look at every single tweet you've ever tweeted. Yeah, I know, that was dumb. Also, I... I can't get into that. <sighs> can't wait for off season either, Jeremy. Can't wait. One more game. It's gonna be fun. It's a shit and a bowl game. God, they're gonna get beat by Tulsa. I can't wait. We're gonna spank Tulsa. I hope so. Probably not, but hey, you know. Uh guys. We're having a great time. Vols are three and oh. Nothing else matters. 3 0, National Signing Day. Play Friday night. Nah, National Signing Day. Can't, can't forget National Signing Day. Uh, appreciate you guys listening, always. We'll be back Saturday. Keys of the game. Talking a little basketball, too, for sure. Day after, day before, we'll talk a little basketball. Absolutely. Guys, have a great rest of your week. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.